Welcome, Mama. You've got your hands full, I know. As a mama for myself, I can relate to the exhausting days of motherhood with wiping messy faces, correcting attitudes, and picking up those countless piles of laundry. But I have found that if we search deeply and open our hearts, we can experience motherhood in a whole new light. By applying biblical principles, we can have joy, we can have peace, and we can have purpose in motherhood. Join me weekly for a little spiritual water for your weary soul. Hi there. Welcome to the Purpose of Motherhood podcast. I'm Ashley Caston, a mom to four girls and a big fan of dark chocolate. Any other dark chocolate fans out there? I love, love, love dark chocolate. It's like my love language. <laughs> Okay, so tonight we are going to dive right into a new topic. I'm starting a new series called Stressed by the Mess. Um, If you feel like you can relate to it already, then you're going to love it here because um, that's very much where I was at. I was in a place of being stressed by the mess. And we're not just talking about the mess in your home, although that is specifically what we're talking about tonight, but we're talking about more than that in this series. We're going to talk about the mess in our hearts, in our home, in our health, And also our household, like our schedules and all the activities we say yes to. So tonight we're going to be talking about just about the home. But as you listen in over the next few weeks, we're going to start tackling areas that we tend to get overwhelmed by and stressed by in our life. Because when we have so much weight on us because of things that we've acquired and things that we have said yes to, we tend to have our priorities shift and then we're unable to do the jobs that we really care about and should be focusing on. We're unable to do them well because we are so stressed. So what I believe the Lord is going to do and what he's done with me is begin to um, hone in on those areas and begin to clear some of that clutter out, begin to reveal to us places that we have allowed Um, things, either materialistic things or uh, spiritual things to come into play and take root and that we need to get rid of in order to start living a life where we're not under the weight of burdens and stress. Because I don't know about you, but I like to feel like a sheep and not a camel. And that is what we are created to be. We are created to be his sheep. He doesn't call us his camel, so he doesn't expect us to carry that weight. He expects us to take his burden, to take his yoke that is light, and to give him our burdens. So, okay, I really, I have to be totally honest with when it comes to talking about being stressed by the mess in your home, let me just go ahead and say that I have not arrived fully here, okay? I am on a journey, and I can say that I am in a much, much better place than I was, let's say, like five years ago. Five years ago, my home was extremely cluttered and chaotic, um, and I had a very hard time keeping up with it. But today, I feel like I am able to enjoy so many more moments with my kids, and the mess that we do have doesn't bother me because it's not so overwhelming, and there's still work to be done, and there's things that I've even done just in the past few months that have helped even so much more and things the Lord has shown me. But I know that I have still, I still have growth, right? I still have room to grow on this. Um, 
but I do feel like there's so much value in what I have learned that I have to share that with you guys. Also, I am not a naturally gifted, organized person. You are not listening to like Marie Kondo or somebody, okay? I do not have this down to a T. And so I'm not going to give you systems or formulas tonight. There is so much out there that you can look if that you're that kind of person and you like to have lists and structures and rules and like I need a system and I need to know how many spoons I'm allowed to have in my drawer. Um, there certainly are those things, but what I like to do is make things really, really simple and impactful. And so when I talk to you tonight about decluttering your home, we're going to bring it back to the Lord and see what he says about it. And we're going to make this very, very simple for you because that's what you need. Um, or, you know, maybe I, I, that's what I think you need. Maybe you do need the list and everything, but I feel like as a mom, we need something simple that's not going to require extra thought and clutter on our minds, but something that um, it's going to draw us to the Lord. So probably about two years ago when we moved here, there was one day that, that I was cleaning my house. This sounds so funny when I tell this story, but I know it was the Lord. Um, but I was cleaning my house and I just had this, and I was, I was kind of praying as I was cleaning and just kind of worshiping him. I had worship music on and I think my kids were playing somewhere and they were kind of occupied. So I was kind of just talking to him and I felt like he said to me, um, he said, clean your house for company. Like, you know, I was just kind of pick, picking things up. I wasn't playing on like cleaning all morning. But um, he said, I want you to clean your house for company. And I'm like, well, that was a weird thought. <laughs> like, that couldn't have been God. Maybe that was just myself. But why would I think that? And I, so I just kind of kept cleaning and kept worshiping him and kind of went on. And then I stopped and I was like, well, that was maybe it was him. Should I really, like, clean up more and... Like, I wasn't planning on doing that today, but maybe I should. And so I, I just stopped. And I was like, Lord, like, who am I cleaning for? Why? It's just a weird thing to say. There's nobody coming over. I'm not planning on having guests over. And then I just felt him say, you're cleaning for my spirit. You're cleaning for my presence. You're making room for me in your home. And then all of a sudden it clicked for me that my home being in order wasn't just tied to um, you know, my emotions and the way I felt, it was tied to my spirit because when my house is out of order, my heart is out of order. And when my heart is out of order, then my spirit has a hard time connecting with him. If I'm going to expect to be able to, um, usher in his presence and rest in him and, you know, abide in him and open up my home, um, for his presence to dwell there and for my kids to, you know, feel him, well, then my house can't be chaotic. It can't be out of order. It doesn't, it's nothing to do with, you know, being a minimalist or not being a minimalist or, you know, being someone that's organized or not. It really had to do with stewarding my house well so that his presence can live there. Um, and it just was so powerful to me. And I, you know, had to laugh because here I am feeling like Jesus is telling me to clean for company. I'm like, <laughs> who's coming? <laughs> um, this is news to me, but it just, it really stuck with me. And I realized that this wasn't just about me, but it was about him. So when we talk about physical clutter in our home, actually like, you know, things that we can touch, like tangible things in our home that clutter those spaces, 
the reason why that it affects it, us so much, it doesn't seem like it should, right? Like, I mean, you just stuff your stuff, you know, stick it in a closet somewhere and it's not going to bother you. But the reason it does is because it really shifts our priorities. It causes us to spend our day cleaning rather than connecting, you know, with our kids and our spouse or other people or, you know, having people over because we're so overwhelmed by all there is to do. And so our priorities are way out of line. Instead of sitting down or reading books with our kids, we're, you know, at the sink putting, you know, doing dishes or we're picking up all the blocks off the floor or we're doing a yet another load of laundry because there's just so much, so many clothes or we're snapping, you know, at our kids to clean up the playroom for the fifth time because, you know, just the sight of it's stressing you out. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but if I am ever going to snap at my kids, it's going to be like, it will always be at the moment where, um, the house is a wreck. Like that's, that is my weak point. Like I'm pretty good. Otherwise, um, I, I feel like I'm pretty able, you know, able to kind of talk calmly, but if the house is a wreck and you know, I'm getting dinner ready and I go to put it on the table and the table is covered in art supplies. And then I, you know, trip over like a blanket in the kitchen that someone has drug in there. And I look on the floor, like in the living room and they're playing with, um, you know, they're, they're little cats and <laughs> they've got like a million cats, um, <laughs> which is why I said that little cat figurines that they have and their blocks and they're all over the living room floor. Oh, I'm going to snap. <laughs> it's not something I'm proud of, but I feel like that is my trigger point. That's usually when I'm like, kids, <laughs> like this is not okay. <laughs> I am not okay right now. And so I, you know, I feel that when the house is out of order, it's just that stress that creeps creeps up on me and then I end up snapping and I don't like that that's not what I want and um, I think most of us could say that if we were to look at our weeks and you know you were asked like what is it that you want from your week like how do you envision the perfect week going I don't think any of us would include cleaning in those plans probably not right like in those plans the house would already be clean and it would stay clean all, all week and then we would do fun stuff like read to our kids and we would be um, you know, going on adventures and places, we would be painting, we would be maybe be doing the things that we love to do, like reading books or playing the piano or, um, you know, painting on canvas or making jewelry, all the things that we never have time to do, right? Because there's so much to be done around the house. So that's one thing that it does. And then it also overwhelms our minds. When I go to pray, if I am sitting there thinking about a to-do list, you know, before I go into pray and kind of planning out my day, when I go to sit in time with the Lord, I stray so easily. It's it's ridiculous. I feel like a five-year-old sometimes because I'll sit there and, you know, I'm like, oh Lord, you're so great and you're so holy. And did I put that batch of laundry into the dryer? (laughs) You know, just like so quickly, my mind will stray. It really takes practice and time of sitting and training my mind to block everything out. And part of that is just because we do have so much on our plates and so much constantly swirling, you know, like here's what the kids need today and I need to pack them lunches and I still have to finish that laundry. And, um, you know, I'm sitting here in my closet as I pray. And as I look around, I see all of the other things that need taken care of that pile of papers I haven't gone through. And so our, Minds are so overwhelmed that we're not able to 
um, meditate on him and connect with him because there's just so much in between it, in between us and him with our minds. So when we begin to look at our homes and say, okay, God, like, how do we get out of this? I'm in a mess. I have too much stuff. I, you know, I need to declutter. You know, spring cleaning is coming up. We're all going to be thinking that. How do I get there? And here's why I don't want you to feel like you are strapped under the weight of a system because that's not what we need or not necessarily a system, but a set of, um, you know, rules to where it's like, okay, if you keep an extra spaghetti spoon, you are not following the rules and, you know, you're not going to, you will not succeed in this. I don't want you to feel like that or feel like it's something that you have to print out this chart and go through and it's fine if that helps you, but I want you to feel free to do this as God directs you to do it and I want you to feel good about it. That's what he did for me and I know that's what he'll do for you. And so this is really, really simple. The first thing that you'll do is just allow the Holy Spirit to lead you in purging and consolidating things. So ask him, ask him as you go through your home, ask him to show you areas that need cleaned up, places that have gotten um, too large. A lot of times what we'll find is that we might have unhealthy attachments to things that maybe there are things that we don't want to get rid of because, oh, you know, so-and-so gave that to me and, um, you know, I feel guilty giving that away or that's, those are the clothes that I'm going to fit into one day and so I want to hang on to those or um, maybe you have things that you spent a lot of money on so you have an attachment to them. But here's what the Bible says. The Bible says that where our heart is, or I'm sorry, where our treasure is, there our heart will be also. And so God's design for us is not to be attached to these things and for them to become our treasure because he knows if our heart is there, well, then our heart's going to be in bad condition and our heart's not going to be able to prioritize the things that should be prioritized. And so we have got to let the Holy Spirit come in those places and let him guide us and reveal to us things within us that need cleared up so that we're able to release things. It could be even, you know, greed or selfishness at times. Like, I don't want to get rid I want to have all these things. It could be unhealthy attachments to things um, where you're unable to let go because it um, fills some kind of need within you. It could just be guilt. Um, you know, I, I feel guilty if I get rid of these things because so-and-so bought it for them and, you know, they spent a lot of money and so hanging on to things just to try to please other people. And a lot of those are just, you know, it's all t- tied to these heart issues. And so this may be a thing where you, it may not be overnight and you might not be able to do it quickly. Some of you may be able to and you'll be throwing things out and celebrating. Others of you might have to take some time with the Lord and really let him work on places. And if it's hard for you to get rid of things, ask the Lord to show you, you know, like, why is this hard? Because here's the truth. His word tells us, you know, Jesus says that to follow him, um, you know, the, the, the man says to Jesus, he says, um, what must I do to follow you? And he says, sell everything you own, take up your cross and follow me. And so, um, like, (laughs) I don't know about you, but I don't know that I could do that. I mean, I, I want to say that, yes, like I absolutely could. And obviously if Jesus was right here in front of me, I, I would, I would do anything, 
But if I felt like the Lord was telling me to sell everything I own today, like if I, you know, had that thought, I would immediately be like, no, that's crazy. That couldn't have been the Lord, right? Like that's, that's what I would say to myself. Uh, no, that couldn't have been the Lord because that is such an extreme thing to me thinking about getting rid of everything I own. But then I think about it and I'm like, but really, is it that extreme? Because why would I, why should I be so tied to my thing? They're just things. They are things that are not going to be taken with me. So I think we have to kind of evaluate that when we go through our house and let the Holy Spirit work on that with us. Not saying that we do have to get rid of, you know, everything in our house. But if we are feeling so tied to things that might show us that um, we're letting those areas get out of priority in our hearts. Also, you can ask him to help you with talking with your kids about these changes. I know a lot of us like to get rid of things while they're sleeping or while they're gone. That way we don't have to deal with, you know, them getting sad or throwing fits. But there is so much value in having conversations with your kids about this. And so um, don't miss out on that because it certainly would be a missed opportunity if you didn't at least begin to let them in on part of that depending on how old they are you know a two-year-old's not going to understand everything a 10-year-old would so if you do use your judgment with your kids and their ages but you know maybe begin with just one area and say hey you know you have a whole basket full of barbies why don't you pick just three why don't you pick your favorite three and i have a great idea for the rest of them why don't you help me make them fancy and pretty and we will find um you know, why don't we dress them up and give them to kids who have nothing? Um, don't you think that would make them so happy? Begin to ha- show them what it's like to not be tied to their things. It's, a, it's hard for sure. It's hard for us. But there's so much value in starting that young um, and letting them see what it's like to um, give with an open hand and um, just not have our treasure here on earth. So ask him for help with that too if that's hard for you. And then the second thing is to shut off sources that create those shopping urges and to learn to be content. You, Some of you might need to get off Facebook Marketplace. You might need to, you know, jump out of some of these Facebook groups that have great deals. I know there was one that I had to shut off notifications for because I was like, oh yeah, Amazon? Okay, just my card's already in there. One click buy. Um, and it's just, I, we don't need that. I've realized that there are very few things that we actually need in our home. Like very, we need, let's say, groceries and toilet paper, right? And diapers. Outside of that, I mean, you know, there's there's things that, that we want and sure would be nice to have, but do we really need them? And uh, will I ever truly be content? And I know the answer to that. Like if I'm constantly... Um, looking at what's new and what's available and what the good deals are. I no, I will never be content because there will always be something else. There'll be there will be a better model of what I already have or some you know there'll be a, an addition to that or a, you know another outfit, another bathing suit, but this is a different color and and I don't really need any of that and all it does is it brings in more clutter into my house and more things to clean and to care for and it pulls away from what my priority should be which should be my children and my husband my relationship with the Lord so if we can pinpoint those pinpoint the sources the the areas that make us 
drawn towards you know buying things and bringing more into our home if we can cut those off it will help so much it might even be target <laughs> it may be the thing that you have to say okay i'm not going to go to target like um you know maybe i'm going to pick up my groceries from target and just pull up in the parking lot and have them put it in my car so that i don't have to walk in the store because i know if i walk in the store i will not come out with just toothpaste because it is physically impossible to go in Target and come out with just toothpaste. We all know that. Like, that's that's not going to happen, right? You're going to walk out with five other things that you just knew you needed while you are in there. They have us figured out totally. It's like a like a mouse maze or something. Like, they know we got to go through all these. Like, we're not just going to go up, you know, go in there and grab one thing and come out. We're going to wind down all the aisles and end up with ten other things. So, um, and then here's... Here's the last thing that I've started doing lately and I have just fallen in love with, and that's create peaceful places around your home. My laundry room was a place that really stressed me out and that was very chaotic and cluttered. And I had my husband go in there. I, I'm the dreamer and he's the doer. He's very handy and I love that about him. And so um, I had him, I put up some of that vinyl wallpaper on the wall praise the lord for that right like it's not old school wallpaper that vinyl stuff is so easy um but i put that up on the wall and i had him put a couple shelves up there i put my diffuser in there and i put a bluetooth speaker in there and it just was very aesthetically pleasing and it is my favorite like one of my favorite rooms in the house now i love going in there i love doing laundry because I put some lavender in the diffuser and I turn on some worship music and it's like, I mean, it's like a trip to the spa, really. (laughs) Um, And that was a place that I hated before. And once I cleared out clutter from there, I was able to make this peaceful place. And for very, it wasn't a lot of money either. Do not tell yourself you have to go spend a lot of money or you need bigger or you need better. No, use what you have in your home and create peaceful places. We did the same thing with our closet my husband and I's closet in our bedroom was always um, just crammed with stuff. And it's a very big closet for whatever reason in this house. We don't have a um, a massive size house. It's a pretty average size house, but they just built it so that the master closet is massive. I mean, it really could be like a baby nursery, um, which is wonderful. But if it's chaotic and cluttered and, you know, there's laundry all over the floor it doesn't matter how big it is. It's not enjoyable to be in there. And I actually use that room to write in. That My office is in that room because there's two windows in that room as well in our closet. And so it brings in great light. Um, and, you know, it's just a great size. So I have my desk in there. But I never enjoyed being in there because it just, you know, felt stuffy. And so we went in there and we did the same thing. My husband built shelves and we got all of our clothes, you know, like, um, you know, we sorted through them, kept what we wanted, got rid of a whole bunch, and we got them consolidated. We got everything up off the floor. I, I painted in there with a fresh white. I have um, a massive sign that says pray in gold script letters that someone gave me that's beautiful that um, we're hanging up on the wall. So it's like a fun backdrop for if I do a video or anything. Um, it's such a fun room now, and it's peaceful in there. When I actually, when I go in there in the morning to pray and to read my Bible, I feel so good, and it starts off my day um, just feeling relaxed. Um, so even doing something like that, taking those stressful areas in your home and making them peaceful places, whether it's a closet or a kitchen or a bedroom or a bathroom, 
just making peaceful places in your home will um, just create an environment, help to create an environment where his presence is welcome and where everyone feels relaxed, where you feel relaxed. And that's a huge part of it, right? Because we do have a lot to do with the temperature of our home. We do control that a lot by the way that we feel and the way that we act. And if we are able to abide in his presence and to welcome his Holy Spirit in, that's going to flow from us to our kids. Let's pray now as we close. Lord, I thank you for every woman listening to this podcast right now. I pray that you would give her strength for the week ahead, for the job that demands so much, but that is so rewarding. I pray that you would um, help her to go through her home and to get rid of the things that tie up her heart and that tie up her mind and that add a weight to her. I pray that the weight would be lifted this week for these precious moms, that they would begin to um, organize and um, get rid of the excess in their home so that they're able to usher in your presence, Lord, so that their homes become places where your spirit is welcome and to where stress does not overtake your spirit, Lord. Thank you for the plans that you have for them and their families. I pray you would bless them, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.